John chapter 19, verses 28 through 30. After this, when Jesus knew that everything had now been finished, he said, I'm thirsty. He said this so that the scripture could finally be concluded. A jar filled with vinegar was there. So the soldiers put a sponge soaked in the vinegar on a hyssop stick and held it to his mouth. After Jesus had taken the vinegar, he said, it is finished. Then he bowed his head and died. Verse 30 of John chapter 19 contains three words that were some of the greatest, most powerful words that Jesus ever spoke. One of the greatest, most powerful things that Jesus ever said is in verse 30, three words, it is finished. These words on Jesus' lips were most significant. When he said, it is finished, not I am finished. Listen, when Jesus said, it is finished, not I am finished, but it is finished. He meant his redemptive work was completed. 2 Corinthians 5, 21, he who knew no sin became sin for us, was made sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He had suffered the penalty of God's justice, which is your sin and mine, which your sin and mine deserved. It is finished. It is finished. Say it with me. What was he actually saying? What do those three words contain? Here it is. My sufferings and my agonies in redeeming man are over. It is finished. And you need it to remove all your sins. Here's what those three words contain. The work long contemplated, the work that was long promised, the work that was long expected by the prophets, I have finished it for you. My obedience is finished and perfect, and you need it. I have finished removing the wrath of God from all who will believe. It is finished. I have finished striking Satan with a death blow in order that you might be free. It is finished. I have established the new covenant for my people and I have given birth to a new world. It is finished. What a wonderful declaration. So full of consolation for fallen, broken, desperate men. It is finished. And because it is finished, 
the mission begins. Because it is finished, the mission begins. Today is Mission Sunday. And because it is finished, the mission begins. The mission begins where redemption ends, and that's the cross. The mission begins where redemption ends at the cross. Today on Mission Sunday, I want to bring this mission's message to you, a breakthrough finish for a breakthrough beginning. A breakthrough finish for a breakthrough beginning. 2023 is the year of breakthrough for Nairobi Lighthouse Church. It's our year of breakthroughs. We've already testified that we have received breakthroughs this year. And there's more on the way. A breakthrough finish for a breakthrough beginning. Because it is finished, the mission begins. Because of the finished work at Calvary, news is now spreading throughout the entire world. The mission begins. And what is so amazing about this breakthrough beginning is that it happens through you and me. What's so incredible about this breakthrough beginning is that it happens through you and it happens through me. We are on mission. I said we are on mission. Jesus said in John chapter 20, verse 21, as the Father sent me, so I am sending you. He says in John chapter 13 and verse 20, whoever receives the one I send receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. Church, our great responsibility is to spread the news of Christ's breakthrough finish. We are to spread it and share it with all our might, with all our strength to every nation on the planet. Our responsibility is to spread this news of Christ's breakthrough finish. People aren't aware. People don't know. The price has been paid in full. That's the meaning of the word finish, paid in full. And people don't know, and so it's our responsibility to spread the news of Christ's breakthrough finish with everything we have. And I pray today that God, in these moments that we have, that God by His Spirit will just so ignite or reignite in us this passion that it'll not just be another mission Sunday with our flags waving so sweetly and nicely in the air. I pray that it will be a stir, stirring passion and fire rekindled in our heart to see Christ's kingdom and Christ's church extended throughout the earth, beginning in our world. Let's go to Matthew's gospel, and I want to look together for a few moments at the Great Commission, and from the Great Commission, we're going to grasp some truths that are necessary for our involvement in this breakthrough beginning for us to arise anew with a passion and with a heart, with a focus 
rekindled in Jesus' name. Let's read together. Matthew 28, 18 through 20. Jesus drew near and said to them, come on, read it out loud. Jesus drew near and said to them, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Go then to all peoples everywhere and make them my disciples. Baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And teach them to obey everything I have commanded you. And I will be with you always to the end of the age. That's our marching orders right there. From these passages, I want to take the next few minutes and I want us to discover what is required. Now that this breakthrough finish has been made, it's been paid in full, what's required to be involved in this breakthrough beginning? To be used of God to bring breakthrough beginnings to people around us. Verse 19, go and make them my disciples, baptize them, teach them to obey everything I have commanded. Read that with me. Go and make them my disciples, baptize them, teach them to obey everything I have commanded. First, we who are on mission, number one, we must embrace the nature of the mission. If we're going to be involved in this breakthrough beginning, taking this incredible message that it's all been paid in full, we're going to have to acquaint ourselves and embrace the nature of the mission. Go and make them my disciples. Baptize them. Teach them to obey everything I have commanded. That's the nature of the mission. We're all called to go. Every one of us are called to go. If you have received Jesus Christ as your Savior and your Lord and your follower of Christ, if you're truly a follower of Christ, you are called to go. And we do this in two ways. First, we go ourselves to those in our world. We go to those, to those in our world. God has strategically placed you and planted you and put you in a world that you can touch people none of us can touch. We go ourselves to those in our world. Secondly, we make it possible for others to go to move into other cultures, to, to, to impact cross-culturally, missionaries. However, we're all missionaries, church. We're all serving. We all have this breakthrough news. We all have this breaking news. We all have this, this understanding of the breakthrough finish in Christ. When he said it is finished. And notice... He bowed his head and he died. Jesus gave up his life voluntarily. Jesus released his spirit. This is, this, no mere man can do this. Jesus released his spirit to his father. We make it possible for others to go. We go ourselves to those in the world. We make it possible for others to go to penetrate other cultures 
and we stand with them, just as we're doing as a church here in Kenya, standing together with our beautiful South Sudanese brothers and sisters. They're penetrating their own culture. To us, it's a foreign culture, but we are behind them. We're helping them. We're blessing them, and we're, we're supporting them. Come on. The nature of missions. To what end? To what end do we go? To what end do we make it possible for others to go? That the gospel may be preached through our words and our lifestyle so that people are made right with God through repentance and through faith in Jesus Christ. Come on, that's what it's all about. That's missions. We are on missions so that the gospel may be preached through our words and through our lifestyle, through our example. Come on. Making people right with God, bringing people into right relationship with God, first through repentance. It starts with repentance. Listen, it's not my simple praying a prayer to be saved. It is repenting of my sin. This is where it begins. Acts chapter 3, verse 19, repent then and turn to God so that he will forgive your sins. And then once repentance is made and once our faith is placed in Jesus Christ and we are delivered, then what follows? We follow him in water baptism. We follow him in water baptism, which is the outward expression of an inward work, which is the outward expression that I belong to Jesus, that I was once dead in my sins, but I've been made alive. By the blood of Jesus, I've been washed and cleansed. He heard my cry of repentance. Repent means to turn, to turn away, to walk away from your sin, to repent of it. And Jesus saved me and delivered me and now I follow him. This is the nature of the mission. I follow him in water baptism, that outward expression that I belong to Jesus. It is an expression that I have made full and complete allegiance to Jesus Christ, that I am dead to me and I am alive to him, that I am walking in newness of life. My life is marked by trust in his promises. And then we teach them. Jesus said, teach them everything that I have commanded you. So it's more than just having an allegiance to Christ. It is to be like Christ in the way we live. This is the nature of the mission. This is what it's all about. And through that transformation that takes place in the lives of people, churches are planted and everything is changed. The nature, this, my brothers and sisters, is the nature of the mission. It's more than just signing your name to go on a missions trip. How wonderful that is, and we encourage you to do that. But we are on mission. We live on mission. This is the nature of this mission, this breakthrough beginning. Secondly, verse 19, go then. First, if we're going to, if we're really going to be involved and understand what is required to be involved in this breakthrough beginning, because you see, the mission begins where redemption ends, at the cross. And because it is finished, the mission 
begins. So what is required for me to be involved in this breakthrough beginning? Well, I must understand and embrace and grasp the nature of the mission. Secondly, go then to all peoples. Everybody say all peoples. Say all peoples everywhere. Number two, the span of the mission. The span of the mission. The span of the mission is to all peoples, to all nations, to all nations. This does not mean nations like Germany. This does not mean nations like England. This does not mean nations like Brazil or Japan. It means people groups. People groups. Today on the earth, there are 13,000 different peoples. On the face of the earth today, there are 13,000 different peoples, of which around 6,000 are still unreached. Of the 13,000 peoples on the face of the earth today, 6,000 around some say as high as 7,000. 6,000 around are still unreached. The gospel has not been preached to them, nor a church raised up among them. This is what the Joshua Project tells us. All peoples everywhere. That word peoples is ethne, E-T-H-N-E, ethne in Greek. All peoples are, some of your translations say nations. The Greek word is ethne, E-T-H-N-E, and it means ethnic groupings, ethnic groupings. God means for us, his church, to go out and get them all. God means for us, his church, to go out and find them all. God means for us, his church, to go out and preach to them all. God means for us, his church, to raise up among them a self-sustaining local church. Just as we see here, that we raise up a self-sustaining local church in their midst. Then we can consider them and check them off as they reached. Only one church. You only need one among the unreached groups still remaining. Finally, in verse 18, Jesus said, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore. I have been given authority, all authority in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all peoples 
everywhere. First, we must know to be involved, what's required to be involved in this breakthrough beginning, the nature of the mission. What's required to be involved in this breakthrough beginning, the span of the mission. We're indebted to all men everywhere to bring this news, this news of a breakthrough finish, that they no longer have to live in darkness. They no longer have to live in bondage. The nature of the mission, the span of the mission, number three, the authority of the mission. The authority of the mission. I, Jesus said, have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, under my authorization, under my authority. How can you and I, as mere human beings, walk into someone's world? How can you and I, as mere human beings, walk into someone's world, into their culture, and proclaim that whatever God they are bowing down to, whatever God they are serving is dead, and that our God is alive? How can you and I, as mere human beings, walk into someone else's world, walk into someone else's culture, and proclaim that whatever God they are serving is dead, and that our God is alive. How can we effectively communicate that God is ready to give them a breakthrough beginning because of Christ's breakthrough finish? We can do it because Jesus says, all authority is His. Go therefore, and I will be with you even until the end of the age. We don't go alone. We go under the authority and the power of the head of the church. You may be here today, and you may be really struggling, perhaps fearful, intimidated, Perhaps you draw back at reaching out to your friends or speaking up for Christ or living that life of example today in Jesus' name. We are believing and standing in faith that you're receiving this word, that you will find the Holy Spirit once more putting his stamp, his seal on you, that you are under God's authority, that he has authorized you and that you find that power rising up within you in Jesus' name to fulfill what God has called you to do. My final scripture, Colossians chapter 1, verse 13. God has rescued us from the power of darkness. Can we say amen? Come on, God has rescued us from the power of darkness and he has brought us into the kingdom of his son whom he loves. His son paid the price to free us, which means that our sins are forgiven. He is the head of the church, verse 18. He is the head of the church, which is his body. He is the beginning, the first to come back to life so that he would have first place in everything. This is his passion. This is his cry. This is his heart. This is what he wants us, his church, to be involved with that people everywhere will make him Lord of their life, that he becomes and takes the preeminence in their life, becomes first in everything. God was also pleased 
to bring everything on earth and in heaven back to himself through Christ. He did this by making peace through Christ's blood sacrifice on the cross. A breakthrough finish for a breakthrough beginning. Come on, give him the praise and give him the glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Come on, we are called. We are on mission. We are the family of God. Come on, let me pray with you right now. Pastor of late, I've been so distracted. I've been so finding myself just caught up in so many other things. Somehow I've just kind of lost track. I've kind of lost the realization that I'm on mission. I've been so involved in other things and Pastor, I just want to come back understanding the nature of the mission, that the scope of the mission, the authority. Pastor, I, I want to be renewed in that place of strength today and authorization, knowing that Christ is behind me, that Christ is with me, that He will give me that release and that strength and that help that I need. Come on, lift your hands right through the congregation. Let me pray with you. Come on, you are on mission, and God has such a purpose for you, such an incredible purpose for your life, such amazing place that He's He set you down, such a such a strategic place that you hold. Oh, come on, let's be His church. This breakthrough finish demands this breakthrough beginning and. God, use me, use me. I pray for us today. I pray for us as a people that, God, we will rise up. Forgive us, Lord, for allowing ourselves to be sidetracked, derailed. Forgive us, Father, for allowing ourselves to withdraw into our shell. Lord, forgive us. Forgive us, Father, for allowing ourselves to be intimidated. God, give us that that holy boldness that we need, knowing that you are with us, that you're looking to us, you're depending on us. Jesus, use us, just as you're using these mighty men and women of God in South Sudan, just as they're giving everything for the call of God, just as they are serving with their everything they have, oh God, use us in the same degree. God, you've, there's people all around us who need you, Jesus, and we thank you today. And we praise you today that we're rising up and truly becoming your people. Involved, oh God, committed, oh God, set apart as your church, being used of you to make an impact in our world and others in Jesus' name. Amen. Now let's praise him for the work. Let's praise him for the goodness. Come on, let's praise the head of the church. Everybody have an amazing week. Come on, let's go out and see incredible things this week in our world and in the world of others. God bless you.